Disturbing Behavior, Take One. Welcome to Crosscut, a movie review slash trivia challenge show hosted by yours truly, Josh. Accompanied by my co-host, co-captain, and co-director, Chris. Chris, how are we doing today? What's up? All good here. How about you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Um, just got home not that long ago. Just saw Scream 6. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely in the mood to talk some horror. Not that horror, but a little bit of different horror today. So yeah, should we just uh, get into it? Yeah, let's go for it. All right, perfect. So today we are taking a look at Disturbing Behavior, a horror mystery sci-fi movie written by Scott Rosenberg, directed by David Nutter. It stars James Marsden, Katie Holmes, and Nick Stahl, just to name a few. So the story is about the new kid in town, Steven, or Steve as he likes to be called, only his uh, only the other kids call him Steven, who stumbles across something sinister about the town's method of transforming its unruly teens into upstanding citizens. Now, before we get into it, we do want to issue a spoiler warning as this episode may contain potential spoilers. So if you have not seen Disturbing Behavior, I do highly recommend pausing this episode, getting yourself a big old popcorn and a tasty beverage, and going to check it out for yourself. For everybody else, let's begin. All right. So, let's Chris, let's do it. Um, so, I picked this movie. Uh, a little bit of history. I think I, I, I first saw this movie, I was probably like 14 years old, probably roughly around 14 years old, back during the days of, you know, watching stuff on TV. And I'm pretty sure I saw this on like Sci-Fi Channel or something like that. And honestly, I, I think I just saw it the one time and I love the movie. Like, I remember, like, being really into it. Um, I probably had not seen it for a while, but it was one of those movies that over the years I always remembered. I was like, God, remember that movie Disturbing Behavior where the kids are getting, like, basically becoming, like, uh, like zombies or, like, these, like, Stepford Wives kind of, but, like, in high school, like, like uh, Leatherman jackets and things like that. So... Finally, so like you know what i really want to rewatch this movie again and after re-watching it initially I, I still like it i still really like this movie uh one thing i did notice and one thing that i did kind of learn about is that you know this is a pretty short movie it's like 83 or 84 minutes which you know that's pretty short i mean even for a horror movie um but i found out that this movie is actually has like a way longer director's cut that was unreleased and i guess this movie had some um not production trouble, but some like, or basically like um, distribution issues. So originally they did like, um, they did a lot of test screenings and the original test screening, the original cut is like 115 minutes. And you'll probably notice this in the movie. There's like a whole backstory or there's a whole subplot with the brother who, who, who like killed himself. And there's like little flashes of the brother played by Ethan Embry. But like in the movie that we watch, you don't really see just you don't really see that. They kind of talk about it. But I guess like in the director's cut, that's, that's definitely something that they they develop a lot more things like that. Um, so, yeah, it's a kind of an interesting little like and I guess it's never been released. Um, I think like a handful of people have been able to see the director's cut. Somebody actually did a fan fan cut, put the deleted scenes in the regular movie, posted it on like YouTube. But fortunately, it's gone now, so you can't watch that. But uh, yeah, I mean, out there somewhere, there might be a, a longer version of this movie. Um, but you said you had you had never seen this movie. So what did you think? 
Oh, well, I mean, yeah. First of all, when you you mentioned it, I was like, okay, disturbing behavior. What's that? What's that about? Mm-hmm. So, okay, ninety-eight. Like, whoa. Okay, this is gonna be a very nineties movie. I'm I'm expecting mm-hmm. all the 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 cliches, the cringe. <laughs> you know. Which it has some of that. It does have some of that. There's like right. there's scenes where I think it's they they go to the like the uh, the mental asylum. And right, they're like right. they're escaping and they're like running down the hallway. Oh, and there's some no. like 90s song playing. <laughs> it, it's not a score, it's a 90s band playing. Yes. But know? I kind of love it. Like I I kind of I just I love that era. And this movie kind of falls in that that post-scream era of like when movies were coming out with the it's like the high school kids, and there's like some kind of slasher, like every movie's like a slasher. And obviously, right. like this was 98, Scream is 96. So I think it just kind of fell into that, you know, that that post scream. Let's get these attractive, you know. I mean, Katie Holmes, she's probably. I think Dawson's Creek was already out at that point, so she was like a big name. Let's just get these attractive people. This kind of falls into the umbrella of like the urban legend. I know what you did last summer. Uh, those those kinds of movies, um, you know, with a little bit of a different story to it. Some some mind control going on. Um, but uh, yeah, but oh, I mean. We'll get to it eventually at the end, but you know, you you said you were into it, you you were enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely got into it. It, it, it hooked me right away. It was like mm-hmm. very, very like uh, old school, uh, scary movie kind of thing. Where you know the park, park the car, and all that. That mm-hmm. all those scenes, you know. And then yes, I I did predict a lot of stuff. Left sure. out just by years of just you know mm-hmm. watching movies all the time plus we're filmmakers so it's kind of like a, eh, mm-hmm. we already know what's gonna happen <laughs> sure sure yeah, yeah. but and we'll oh, get to that oh. you know we'll get to you know the i guess I is it a twist or i mean not really it's, you, you know um for people that I mean, obviously, if you're watching this now, you probably have seen the movie, but basically it's you know these these high school kids. And I think they're the most like 90s high school different groups of kids. There's even a scene where Nick Stahl, who's kind of the one who like the movie opens with him finding this like uh, this like, you know, kind of inciting incident of um, seeing this this guy kill this girl. And then he ends up killing one of the cops and the one cop is covering it up. So he's like, okay, something's going on. So he's kind of the uh, almost like the not the boy that cried wolf, but I feel like there's like a term for his kind of character. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's the closest you can compare it to like he'll be like oh there's a conspiracy going on there's Mm -hmm. something going on but no one believes him right everybody's like oh he's just whatever and of course james martin's the new kid and the first person he meets in the cafeteria is this guy with his with his best friend uv (laughs) who's who's great he's got the he's got the best line in the movie uh it's at the end uh they're going to pick him up at the uh i think they just got out you know when they get captured him and katie holmes james marzen and they break out very total recall by the way that reminded me i think that was like straight total recall not right there uh but they finally but they finally break out and um he pulls up in the truck with his sister and before he gets in he closes the door he goes wait a minute how do you say like what's what's the the capital of north dakota how the should i know it's like okay man come on in (laughs) like that that's oh, okay. I, I that's really funny that actually made me laugh when i was re-watching it 
Like I was actually laughing from that. So yeah, I, it made me laugh the first time, the second time, same thing. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a good question. Uh, so yeah, Nick Stahl, his buddy UV. So Nick Stahl, he basically ends up about in the midway point, which I feel like we've seen this before. Um, did you ever watch the Fright Night remake, the one with uh, uh, Colin Farrell and um, Anton Yelchin, uh, David Tennant? You've seen the original one, right? The vampire movie? Yeah, I've the seen 80s. the original okay. one. I'm not sure if so you saw They kind of do a similar thing that they do in this movie where um, Chris Mintz Plaza, basically, uh, a.k.a. Um, what's his name from Superbad, his character, uh, McLovin. He's, he's the... Oh, uh, one character from the original one who doesn't believe him, but they flip it in, in the Fright Night remake where he's the one that's like telling everybody like this is going on. And then throughout the midway point, he ends up becoming one of the vampires. And it's a similar thing that kind of what happens in this okay. movie um, yeah. where Nick Stahl, he's like, you know, the stuff's going on. They takes him to the that PTO meeting where if his parents show up. He's like, oh man, great. Now I'm now I'm next. Um, and of course, the next time we see him, he's now been turned, basically. Right. So, I gotta um, admit that I liked his character the most. Yeah. What do you think? About, yeah. I guess we're jumping shark or jumping ahead, but what do you think about that ending with him? Oh, I, I, as soon as I, you know, okay, new new classroom. Okay, someone's carrying it on. Uh huh. And, and as soon as I just saw like the 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 low angle of just him walking like it's gotta be him like you don't yeah. see him in the other scenes when all that stuff's going on at the end it's like right it's gotta be him right right uh, and as soon as he turns around like yep i knew it, it was him yeah and that was an ending that they they reshot like that wasn't the original ending scripted something that they basically like reshot to be like oh look this you know sequel bait or whatever but i don't I don't think this movie made a ton of money at the box office, unfortunately. So there would yeah. be no disturbing behavior too. I'm surprised <laughs> there wasn't even like a, a direct to like video, because like even even then they would usually do like direct to videos of like these types of movies, but never really happened. So, all right. So what did you? So what did you like mostly about the movie? What were the things that you were into? Okay. Well, let's see. Definitely the. I was jamming to the music every time, yeah. for yeah. sure. You know, um, what I liked was that it, it kept going. You know, it was uh, it didn't really have any dull moments. Sure. You know, uh, I thought you know it's okay. I see what's happening. They're, they're the kids trying to to fix everything you know like no parents because you know they're in on it mm -hmm. so i was like okay the typical like high school kids trying to figure out everything which right. i i still end up like now because like okay what if i'm in their shoes i'll still do the same thing too mm, yeah. yeah i think that's what i really actually liked about this movie when i was 14 watching this movie because <laughs> i was basically in high school at the time and just like this like hypothetical of like well what if what if this was going on in my life and like what would i do and you know and at that time in my life i had actually just moved to a new school like about a year prior so i could relate to the main guy being like the new guy um, i could not relate to him on the on the aspect of you know my classmates being brainwashed but yes i could relate to the idea of being the new kid and you don't really want to be there you want to go back to your original home things like that right. um 
one of the things I love about this movie, especially rewatching it, is the setting. I love where they shot this movie, which I think is like Vancouver. Um, I love the setting. There's like the one scene in the beginning where they're on the, the ferry and they're going to the island and you can just see like mountains in the background and like fog and things like yeah. that. Yeah. I also, I loved, even though it was a little rushed, the the scene in the asylum, I, I just thought it looked so good. Which one? Like, uh, the first time they go there and then I can't, I guess it's a different one, but when they take them to the room to get the brainwashed, yeah. Um, there's like a scene where he breaks out and he's like in the hallway and it just looks and it looks like an 80s aesthetic almost almost like an 80s movie but obviously you know 90s but I just like I look I I like, like set yeah like the art direction it's just like and also like you can tell this movie was shot on film because when I was watching it I could see the little film grains and things like that yeah. Um, so I love that I love I love like the setting Um, I do I did like the characters um, the high school kids. I think my favorite of the of the brainwashed high school kids had to be Chuck, the one that kept. Um, I remember the one that kept trying to hit on or get with Katie Holmes's character. You mean Chug, Chug. It was no. it's Chug. Chuck. Chuck. It's Chug. The title said Chug. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm looking this up right now. I swear to God, his name was Chuck. Chug. I mean, maybe they even Hold say on. Chug. Oh, okay. Here it is. His name is in the, his character name is Charles Chug Roman. Ah, see, told so, Chug. But Charles, what's the short nickname for Charles? Chuck. Chuck. Yes. Maybe they call them both. Or I just kept hearing Chuck. But okay, Chug. Chug. And they. Anyways. They... Yes, that guy. Um. <laughs> Which do you know? Because I know you're a fan of the show. Do you know who that guy is? You probably won't recognize him because he was a little younger in this. But um, he's got a pretty good notable cameo in a pretty big horror show that I know you've you've seen before. And I'll see if you can figure this out. And I've seen him when he's older, right? So in the show, he's probably about seven years older and he has a beard. Um, I'll give you a hint. He's uh he's part of a, a a duo like a like a team duo that wants to start their own oh. uh show. <laughs> Did you figure it out? Tucker and Dale versus Evil. No 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 no. I'm talking a TV show. A oh, TV, TV show. Yeah, he's part of a tag team duo where they want to start their own like ghost hunting show and become famous for it. Okay, I'll I'll oh. tell you in like a second. Wait a minute. Is they're doing like their own little show inside of a show? Yes. Supernatural? Yeah. He's Ghost Facers. Yeah. <laughs> oh He's, my God. Yeah, obviously he has the beard in the show. But yeah, um, that totally threw me off. I did not recognize him with the beard. Yeah. Oh, wow. But I love him in this movie. AJ Buckley is the name of the actor. I loved him in this movie. There's a scene at the supermarket. We just start, starts like oh. tossing dudes around. <laughs> but he plays yeah, it like so how, well. Like a little like over the, the top. Uh, yeah. But I love how at the end of like when he crashes, like, where's my shake? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> he's definitely a highlight as I mean the actors in this movie are really good. I, I really like uh pretty much everybody in this movie. William Sadler, who plays the the janitor, he's great. I don't know what he was going for in this movie, but he, I mean, he's great in everything he does. Um, of course, there's James Marsden, who plays a pretty straight, 
Uh, he's like the new guy, but he's got to be the, you know, the you know, this there's something going on kind of thing. Right. Uh, Katie Holmes as like the the goth chick, um, which I'm sure like every guy watching this movie was like in love with, you know, in love with her for. Um, young Katie Holmes. Oh yeah. But, so but yeah, I I, I I I I really liked a lot of the, the actors in the movie. Did it, um at the beginning, uh, when they're on the ferry. Mm-hmm. When you first see James Marsden, I was like, "Oh come on, I cannot not see Cyclops." <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, like, like the background too, like in the um, uh, X Men Three: The Last Stand. Mm, yeah, you know, when they're at like the the beach with uh, uh with Phoenix and everything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like that, it looks exactly the same. Just put a visor on them. I mean, he basically had the same hairstyle and everything. I mean, the movie was only two years before the first X-Men. So, yeah. you know, it pretty much, you know, it was right around the same time almost. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's hard, hard to not, not see. the same as yeah. clubs. Yeah, <laughs> so. definitely. Um, but yeah. All right. Well, so that's what you liked. What did you not like about the movie? Anything specifically? What I didn't like was... Okay, you know how... You, he, um, Steve sees Rachel the first time. You know he's in love and whatnot. Mm-hmm. They never develop that. You know, like there's some flirts here and there, but it's kind of like a flirt or no flirt kind of thing. And out actually, of nowhere, well, he kisses her at the end, right? Like at yeah. the end, he kisses her out of nowhere, or right when they get into the asylum. Like think of it as our first date. Yeah, like, that that was kind of crazy. Yeah, that was that was a little out of left field. See, I liked that there was the little like you know there was a little flirting, but right. I, I kind of like I, I kind of wish he didn't kiss her at the end. I was just like you know what, just kind of like leave it a little yeah. open ended or whatnot. And I do wonder because you know the movie was significantly cut down. If if that whole relationship was cut down, apparently there was a love scene that was filmed or was supposed to be in. So oh. there, I I'm not sure where that would have fit. Maybe like right after they got caught, or I don't you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it it wouldn't have made sense, but it, also it's just that that romantic time. It just it wasn't there, you know. Sure. And um, I did feel like some things were rushed. Yeah, definitely the editing was like, especially when they go into the asylum the first time. Like it just feels like it's like boom, boom, boom. Like just like so many things just like happening right at once, and you can tell. I I just think it was just edited that way but that there was actually probably supposed to be maybe a little bit more within each thing to like breathe a little bit, but they were just like, nah, just chop it down. Yeah. I, it did feel that way. Cause I like the, the, how the, the shot was, you know, going into the, mm-hmm. the asylum and everything. Okay, cool. We're going to see a little bit more of the, did you think it was way too easy for them to just break in? there? Yes. <laughs> they're just like, no. it's just like we, they pull up and like, boom, they're in. Like, there's no, like, scene, like, you would see this in, like, a, a movie where it's, like, all right, they got to sneak by the guard, or they got to do this, right. or distract them. There's, like, none of that. It's just, like, boom, they're just in there. Yeah, I was, it's, like, as soon as you see the sign, like, okay, cool, now we're going to see him trying to, like, break a window or something. Right. Sneak around right. <laughs> a guard, guard, uh-huh. or orderly. Yeah. No, it's just uh-huh. one guard. Yeah, just one guard works there. Nobody else works. There's no doctors. They're all just. I think there was the one nurse that came in the at the when they were in the one room the one time. Right. There's so it's it's a it's one security guard and a nurse that work at this. Which apparently they just let these like these like 
uh, patients just like float around as as free as they want. The one dude's like bleeding in the, like the bathroom. Yeah, that I I like. That made no sense. Like they're everywhere. I think it's just supposed to be like this like shock factor of like all these like crazy people all over the place. But I'm just at first when I was watching, I was like, wait a minute, is this just one of those things where like because the doctor who his daughter was there for some reason i thought maybe he worked there at the asylum and then maybe he just like said he just like ditched the place and maybe they were all just like left there alone i was thinking like like. yeah that's what i thought maybe i was like but they didn't really say anything you know but again yeah it's like you just see them and they're just boom they're there and there's like nobody around there's all these like patients just like wandering around like screaming bleeding all over each other i was like what the hell is going on in this place yeah it was just that whole scene was like that was just too it made no sense (laughs) sure i mean they're really just there to find out more about the doctor and that his daughter was there that was really the whole point of that scene i guess yeah they didn't really learn anything about the doctor only his daughter was there but that's it yeah i think they realized that he was i think they found out that he worked or yeah he worked as at some other place prior doing you know some neurological stuff or something like right. that i think that's what they learned but uh, yeah i guess in that scene it's just they literally just found out that his daughter was there so and uh connecting to that uh when uh steve's like in the chair about to you know get hooked onto whatever that stuff is <laughs> and he says the daughter's lying right right I kind of expected the doctor to have more emotion. Sure. Right. It's just like flat out like, okay, that was something I couldn't fix. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, he says it very like mean. He's like, yeah. he's like, well, you can't fix them all or something like that. It's like talking it's about like, his daughter. It's also like I, I expected a monologue too. Right. But no, it's like, it's just like, nothing. yeah. It continues, Me- continues. Meet the musical little creatures that hide among the flowers. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, definitely one of the things that stood out was the editing in, in that scene where they, they go to the asylum. It's, it was very fast. And I, I do wonder with that, ex, you know, extra half an hour or so, if there was supposed to be more right. there, maybe. Because uh, I feel like the first half of the movie moved along pretty fine for the most part. You know, right. they're... I mean, after that, I just spat up. Yeah, I mean, the two big things that stood out when it came to like how rushed it felt was that scene and the brother. I mean, obviously, the brother, not even rushed. It's just it's not even there. It's just like quick little flashes. Right. Um, But you could tell that they're like there had to there, there was supposed to be something with the brother that was supposed to be there more. But it doesn't really give it levity in the scene where um James Marsden telling Katie Holmes, like, you know, I had a brother once and he gets real emotional and it just doesn't really have that feel to it you know it, what i mean it really doesn't it's like i really think that was supposed to be like a big thing in the movie it was supposed to be this what happened to this brother he took his own life and like you know, i could how see this affected him i could see that scene talking about his brother when uh he goes over to her house mm. like around there which also like, how did he know where she lived but whatever yeah that's another thing <laughs> been there what, like a, a, a three days a week mm-hmm. Right. It's one of those things he just maybe it's just a small town. It's just like, yeah, 
you can just ask somebody like, "Hey, do you know where uh, where so and so lives?" Oh yeah, she lives up in up 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 in Main Street over there or something like that. Yeah, he just like shows up because when he goes to her house, I'm like, "Whose house?" For some reason, I thought he was at the janitor's house. For some reason, I don't know why. Janitor probably doesn't even have a house, but yeah. Um, first of all, I thought it was actually gonna when he got to the house. Like, wait, is it is he gonna talk like to the parents of Gavin or something like that? Like that was right. my initial thought, and like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe it's Rachel. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. I, I when you see Rachel, she's all like, all sad and depressed. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, obviously there's something on that disc, but like I didn't, and I don't know. The emotions felt a little awkward. Which also him getting that that DVD to her also doesn't make sense. That's kind of a a weird thing because when you think about it, he had to he went home knowing that they were probably waiting for him, but he still had to film it at home. Then he would still have to oh. to render that DVD, get it back to the school. <laughs> so how did huh. he do that? Because they, they had to have caught him at home, or, uh, the Nick Stahl character. Or he, because he did say in the, in, the, in the video that after he split with Steve, he went directly to the school, but he could have done it all at the school. Hmm. Because the background that's looks true. like the boiler room that they're at. Oh, okay. All right. That's that's true. So, but then I mean, it's a school. They have computers and all that stuff. So I imagine sure. it's quick. Sure. But I guess why go home at all? Like, why not just like try to like hide out? But it seemed like he also kind of was like, I guess this is what it's how, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, he kind of like gave in at that point. Yeah. Um. So I was like, yeah. really? come on. I also like. I wanted to to like see if if some part in the movie where they could figure out how to fix them. Sure. Like right. And, oh right, because there's a whole thing where he's like, you can't fix them, and yeah, he's gonna right. throw them off a cliff or whatever. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm thinking like, uh, like going back where in, um, James Marsden's character is like goes home and he's trying to find a sister if he finds a. Uh, uh, Oh, the one girl, like Lorna or something like that. Oh, I think yeah, that's her Lauren, name. Lorna, yeah, we're, yeah, the blonde girl, yeah. Yeah, but like he he knocks her out or something like that. And she's right, just, right. You know, yeah. Is functioning. Like, yeah. okay, so maybe they can play around with that and try right. to get Gavin back. Mm. But um, it's like mm. that wasn't even out the window. It was just the one line he says, maybe they can be helped. Like, no, right. they can't. Yeah. Which again, I mean... I don't know. It kind of reminds me of Get Out, where it's like, nah, they're just trapped in there, man. They can't. Okay. There's nothing you can do. They're just gone. Um, right. Maybe there's something you can do. Who knows? That's that's why we needed a sequel. You know, disturbing yeah. behavior too. Back yeah, to reality. Thirty years later, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Cool. So uh, a couple quick things. Just uh, IMDb rating for this movie. Mm-hmm. Five point six. It's not great not terrible i mean it's okay you know for a horror movie in the late 90s with its with its cliches 5.6 that's that's okay rotten tomatoes it's got a 33 percent um and then a 40 percent audience score yeah i don't think this movie was very well received at least this you know the theatrical cut that we saw i'd love to man i would just love to be able to like hire a detective and just find and find that that director's cut somehow um unfortunately i just don't think it's 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 gonna ever be found it's probably at the basement of the director 
I don't think he has it because I think I read in whatever thing I was reading. I said no, he he doesn't even have access to it because if he had it, he probably would like show it. But I don't oh, even know wow. if he has it. But apparently, like some employees, I think at like Fangoria were able to watch it at some point. Um, but I don't even know how they did that. So nice. it's probably somewhere. But yeah, unfortunately, I did find the script online, um, which I kind of want to go and read. So I don't know if that was the shooting script or. Uh, what you know what version it is but i do kind of want to like check that out and just to see what what those other scenes were or like the stuff with the brother at least like i'm kind of curious what yeah that was so i I just want to know how that played into everything basically right so we're gonna move on to our next segment so chris question for you hop quiz hot shot you guys watch the same movie who remembers the most about it well let's find out so this dun. is how it works. Dun, dun, dun. All right. There's going to be, there are three rounds. There's going to be one question per round and the points will go up by one each round. So Chris and I will go back and forth asking the multiple choice questions that we each came up with. Whoever has the most points at the end wins. Now, if we are tied at the end, we will then head to sudden death, which works like this. We will play a little game that Chris and I came up with back in the day called movie actor. One person will start by naming an actor that appeared in the headlining film. The next person will need to name a separate movie that the mentioned actor was in. So, for example, if the movie's Titanic, I could say Leonardo DiCaprio, which Chris would then need to name a different movie that Leo has appeared in. Now, you cannot use the same movie or actor twice. However, sequels, prequels, and such are allowed. Um, Once one person is incorrect or stumped, the opposing person will need to knock them out by correctly answering the question at hand. You can also challenge if you believe an answer is incorrect. For example, you think Al Pacino is in The Dark Knight. I challenge. So, all right. Oh, also for our audience members, feel free to play along. Who knows? You might do better than us. Comment and let us know how you did. Now that we've established the rules, let's play. So, since I picked this week's movie, um, I'm going to ask the first question. And let me get my questions pulled up really quickly. I got mine. All right. And I got mine. Okay. Let me know when you are ready. Go for it. All right. Which, what city does Stephen and his family move from? Is it A, Columbus, B, Chicago, C, Syracuse, or D, Philadelphia? action chicago correct the mundo ding 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 that is correct good job chris that's one point for chris all right let's do this your question sir you ready i'm ready the janitor gave a name to his little sound machine what was it called a eradicator b pulse away c rado dedo d rt1000 Action. Was it C? The rat, the ratted, or whatever the net the C is? The Radodetto? Rado, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, That's the wrong answer. Ah, damn it. All right. (laughs) All right, moving on to round two. Here we go. What song does Dory and the janitor reference right as he drives off the cliff? Is it A School's Out by Alice Cooper? B, Highway to Hell, ACDC. C, Running with the Devil, Van Halen. Or D, Another Brick in the Wall, Pink Floyd. 
action. Another brick in the wall. Correct the mundo. Correct. Yep. Hey, teacher, leave them kids alone. <laughs> Good job, Chris. All right. All right. So that's three points now for you. And your right. question. I got Dr. Caldecott was a doctor that specializes in what? A, cardiology, B, neurosurgeon, C, neuropharmacology, or D, coroner? B, neurosurgeon. I'm sorry, that's the wrong answer. It's actually neuropharmacology. Oh. Rachel says it when she pulls out the, the records. Damn, you got you definitely had more trickier questions than I do. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to round three. So you're up by three. I have zero points. I can still tie it. So I got to stump you here. If you get this correct, correct, you win. Here we go. Mm -hmm. What is the school mascot? Is it A, beavers, B, badgers, C, gophers, or D, blue jays? Oh. Oh. Um. Gonna go with badgers. Correct. Correct. Good job, Chris. That was a guess. Wow. I did not remember the mascot. So they never actually they never actually say the name. The name appears on Chug's jersey that he's wearing at the supermarket. And I think you see it a few more times throughout. Oh. So yeah, it's the badgers. That was a good one. Well, congratulations to Chris for being our official first winner of Pop Quiz Hot Shot. Good job, Chris. I had so many other questions, though. Well, oh, well, I guess we never will get to those. Oh, well. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll post them in the, uh, in the comment section when we uh, post the video, yeah. and then anybody listening wants to try to answer them, feel free. Yeah. All right. So overall thoughts. Um, Chris, what did you think overall? Overall, I love the movie. It was entertaining. You know, it it, it has different elements of, of the story that moves on. Yes, there's a couple of things that I didn't agree with, but it doesn't matter because at the end, it just, it was really a good movie. You know, it's one of those 90s movies, you know, the, okay, let's put it on. You know, why not? You know, um, always, um, yeah. I was gonna say I'm glad that I was able to introduce it to you, and I, I'm happy that I got to do the rewatch because I did enjoy it. You know, it's 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 definitely uh, it's a little out there. It's a little it can be a little over the top at times, um, but it's still it was a lot of fun. Uh, young James Marsden pre, you know, pre X Men, Katie Holmes right in the, like the height of like Dawson's Creek basically. Um, Nick Stahl, who I think he's a great actor, and unfortunately don't see him as much anymore. Um, you might know him mostly as John Connor from the third Terminator movie. Mm -hmm. um, I know him from Sin City and um, some other things. Uh, of course, like I said before, William Sadler is always great. Um, and then, yes, uh, uh, Ghost Facer, uh, uh, AJ Buckley as Chug, not Chuck, Chug. <laughs> So I guess I learned some. If you had done that question, you would have stumped me. So I would have oh. said Chuck. Um, so yeah, I mean the actors are great. It's a fun story. It's a fun time. 
you know, if you have not seen the movie and you, and you watch this anyways, definitely go check it out. I think uh, you watched it on HBO Max, yeah. so it's on there. Um, it's like, you know, again, it's, it's, you know, it's 84 minutes. It's real quick. Um, I definitely think I might check out that script at some point just to see what those extra scenes were. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'd love to be able to watch that director's cut you know, one day and just see what that, that what that extra half an hour is. I might, I mean, I guess I could just go watch the deleted scenes. That might just be what the scenes are. Um, So maybe I can just try to do that. But um, yeah. All right, Chris, you want to plug anything? You got anything else going on? Um, No, no. I mean, uh, right now I'm just having my red nightmare productions going on. You know, the, trying to you know get some more ideas together hoping to try to get my uh first short film on tiktok actually okay just kidding well, i don't do tiktok man I'm, but you know more power to you have fun as as uh, most videos i'm like that's a good amount for a short oh definitely definitely yeah guys go follow chris on uh uh instagram you can uh, do it it's uh red nightmare arts i think it's red uh, underscore nightmare underscore arts um the link is in the uh description of my youtube on the youtube page here um guys can go follow him there he'll post some stuff you know for his own stuff he might post some stuff for the podcast um you can follow me on the other ones that i got plugged there i don't really post that much on Instagram or anything like that, but um, you know, I don't mind the extra followers if you want. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to support the show, you can do so in multiple ways. One way is to hit that like button for this episode. Another way is to hit the subscribe button to the channel. You can stay up to date for future episodes. Um, you can also support the show if you want to donate to us at buymeacoffee.com/crosscut. Um, whether it be a one-time don- uh, one-time or monthly donation, anything helps. Um, but we do want to thank you all for watching. And Chris, you take it from here. All right. Cut, print, moving on.